to the $100 MBA show. This is your time to get better at business every single day, 10 minutes a day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today is part two of our two-part lesson on creating a sales page that converts. If you have not listened to part one of this two-part lesson yet, yesterday's episode, hit pause and go back and listen to part one. This lesson will make a whole lot more sense once you've listened to part one. If you're all listened up, let's jump into it. In today's lesson, we're going to talk about your actual checkout page where people put in their information, their name, their email address, their credit card information. That process, how do you make sure people actually go through the process and actually purchase the product or service? It's not over until they actually buy. You got to make sure that it actually converts. I'm going to give you some tips when it comes to your actual checkout page. We'll also talk about how to make sure you have risk reversal, a chance for the customer to try your product or get a sample of it so they know they're making the right choice and it reduces returns and refunds. All right, guys, let's jump into part two of this lesson. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is sponsored by Stride Health. As an entrepreneur, healthcare is one of those headaches you just don't want to deal with. Luckily, Stride Health is designed to be a headache-free experience. At Stride Health, you can get personal and professional information when it comes to health insurance, and they provide a lot of great information at no cost, like health plan recommendations, healthcare savings, healthcare utilization, and year-round support. Just visit stridehealth.com slash MBA. Again, that's stridehealth.com slash MBA. So in part one, we cover the basics of an effective sales page, how to make sure it converts by defining the problem, defining your solution to the problem, and showing how the price of your product or service is way below the value of what they're actually getting. So they're interested. They click on the buy button or add to cart button, and they move on to the next step. The most critical step of the sales process, the checkout page. Now, some websites, some businesses have three or four steps on a checkout, and that's three or four pages. Personally, I do not recommend this. We're in an age of distractions. People are on their computers, are constantly being distracted by Facebook messages, by Facebook notifications, by emails, being interpreted by their smartwatch buzzing, telling them how many steps they took today. The point here is that you want to make sure that they have an easy and quick experience through the checkout. So I recommend a one-page checkout. Now, depending on the information you need to collect, this could be a short page or a bit of a long page, but it's better to be one page than several pages. It's human nature to want to complete something you start. So if you start on one page, you will want to complete the whole page to move on. But if you break it up into several pages, people may get frustrated. Their internet might time out. Or they may say, I'll do this later and later never comes. When you're setting up your checkout page, ask yourself, what's the minimal information I need to allow my customer to check out and for me to deliver on the product or service? So with the $100 BA, it's a soft product. It's a virtual product. They get a username and password and they get to log into the user experience and have access to all our materials and the community as well. So we don't need a actual physical address for shipping. So we don't collect that information. We do collect the billing address because our checkout process and our payment gateway needs to verify the billing address with the credit card. But we try to keep it as minimal as possible. We ask them for their username, the username they want to set up for their account, a password, they confirm their password, an email address, and they confirm their email address. 
And that's the account information. We need this so they could set up an account. Then we ask their billing address, which includes very basic information like their first name, last name, their address, and a phone number. Then lastly, their payment information, their credit card number, expiration date, the CVV number. And then we have an area for a discount code, and this may or may not be applicable to your business, but sometimes we offer discount codes, and we need a place for them to be able to supply a code and apply it to their actual order. And that's it. They hit submit and they check out. We let them know on the bottom that when they click on the button above, meaning the submit button, they will be charged and they agree to the terms and conditions. And we link to those terms and conditions and the privacy policy right there on the page. And you make sure the link actually opens up in a new tab and not within that same tab because we want to make sure that they're on the checkout page, they complete the page, and they check out. Next, you need to make sure that your page is secure. So if you're collecting information on your actual website, and this is sensitive information, it's personal information, you want to make sure you have an SSL certificate. Now, what's an SSL certificate? SSL certificate, in short, connects with your server with a private IP address. And it creates that little lock icon in the actual browser. And this lets people know that this is a secure IP address and your information will not be stolen. Purchasing an SSL certificate is not difficult. You can go to SSLs.com and they have some really great deals over there. And you can get one as low as $10 a year. Awesome. So it's a short checkout process. It's efficient. It's safe. It's secure. Once they hit that checkout button, they get charged, obviously, with your payment gateway. And then you want to welcome them with a fun and interesting page. Thank them for being a part of your business, being a customer. Show a little personality. For us at the $100 MBA, and we don't want to ruin the surprise, but we have a little fun thing that we do when anybody checks out with us. And it shows our personality and lets them know that we are pumped to have them. Now, tomorrow's lesson is all about what do you do after the sale? They've become a customer. How do you make sure they're a happy customer? That they have a great experience with you and you follow up with them so they stick, so they don't have any kind of remorse. But we're going to save that for tomorrow. What I want to talk about for the rest of today's lesson is risk reversal. You want to make sure that people feel like there is no risk for buying your product. And you can do this with a few things. Make sure it's clear on your sales page if you have a return policy that the return policy is easy and clear to read. If you have a money back guarantee, 30 days, 60 days for WebinarNinja.co, we have a 60 day money back guarantee. We make it very clear that with our annual and lifetime plans that this is our policy. You have 60 days. We want you to try the webinars out and give it a shot. And we encourage people to just give it a shot. And then worst case scenario, if it's not a good fit for you, you can return it within 60 days. And that way you show people you put your money where your mouth is. We do something a little bit different with the $100 MBA because it's a lower price item and it's a lifetime membership and it's a lot of content and it's a content product. We give a lot of freebies out. You know, we give a lot of free guides. We have a free course called The Five Steps of Idea Validation in the Real World. And we put free course up in the header so they could see it on the sales page. And that free course gives them a sample of what they would get if they become a full member. It's one of our courses. It's actually one of our courses inside the $100 MBA. And it's a test drive. It's a great way for them to get a feel of our lessons, of the quality of our videos, of the workbooks, of how easy it is to ask questions and get answers. So having a free trial or having a free course gives them a chance to get a clear understanding of what they're getting into and find out if it's right for them and also gives them the confidence that these people are trustworthy and they're putting their you know, hard work in front of them and it makes them more of a confident buyer. That's what you want. You want somebody who's very confident when they're buying. You know, when I want to buy a new computer, 
I'm very confident when I go to Apple.com because I know exactly what I want. I know I want an Apple. You want people to have the same feelings towards your products and services. Guys, I got more on today's topic. But before that, I got to give love to today's sponsor, Stride Health. I sat down with founder and CEO of Stride Health, Noah Lang, and asked him a few questions. So Noah, why did you start this company, Stride Health? What was the original problem you wanted to solve? I started Stride Health because there's not enough clarity for individuals, typically self-employed individuals, to make a smart decision about the right health plan for their year. Some of us end up making a decision, but not always a smart one. And a lot of times that's because there isn't enough information. I wanted to make the information that the insurance companies have had for many years and your doctors have had for many years accessible to you as an individual and then package it up in a great piece of software so that you can make an intelligent investment in your health and protect your income stream for the coming year. There's a dramatic imbalance in the marketplace as to who owns that data and what information is transparent. So the passion for me was to create an experience that levels the playing field. And we started with coverage, and now we're also chipping away at all the problems that individual working Americans have to tackle in accessing and using healthcare throughout the year. Stride Health, giving you the education, the savings, and the easy-to-use experience. Visit stridehealth.com slash MBA to join for free. Guys, to wrap up today's lesson, the one thing that I learned about creating sales pages that convert is that you're gonna need to test a bit. It's not gonna be amazing right out the gate. So at the $100 MBA, we've had eight different versions of our sales page. And we've had three different versions of our sales video. You know, as we improve, as we grow, we wanna change our sales video to reflect that. But with the sales page, you wanna test what converts best for your audience. For example, with WebinarNinja.co, we realized that a longer sales page with more information and detail converted better. People wanted to read more information about what they're getting in the software. They didn't want to find out later on as a pleasant surprise. They wanted more visuals, more images. And the way I found out is because I created one. When I added more details, it converted better. So my advice is to test the sales page for at least three weeks. You can create an alternative and swap it out and try it for another three weeks. See the conversion rate then. And make sure you're comparing apples to apples. So take a look at the conversion rates you're getting when people just visit your website through a search and not maybe off a webinar where they're influenced by what happened on the webinar not necessarily on the sales page. Now, as you refine, as you test, the changes get more and more subtle. Maybe after your third or fourth test, keep the sales page up, that version of the sales page up for a longer period of time, try six weeks. And eventually you'll get to a sweet spot. You'll understand this is exactly what my audience is looking for. I encourage you not to compare yourself or compare your sales page to your competitors. It's going to confuse you. Just create it based on the rules we discussed in this two-part lesson. And then test, test, test. All right, guys, that wraps up today's lesson. I hope you enjoyed it. If you love the $100 MBA show, show us some love. Drop us an iTunes rating and review and let us know what you think of the show. And remember, everybody who leaves us an iTunes rating and review enters our weekly random draw to win a lifetime membership to the $100 MBA training and community. Every Friday, somebody wins a free ride. And all you got to do is leave us a rating and review to enter the draw. Here's a review from Muhammad Satari. Muhammad says, enthusiastic, energetic, friendly, and powerful. It's about two weeks that I've been listening to the show, and I feel way more informed and familiar with the world of business. Even if you just want to start the journey, this show is going to be your guide, and after each episode, you'll tell yourself, let's do business. Thanks to all the team. I wish you the best. Thanks, Muhammad, for that awesome review, and thank you all for your support. 
Don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your podcast app so you get all our episodes automatically. All right, guys, I want to leave you with this. When it comes to testing your sales page, just adjust it based on what you think will be right and let it go. Let the data speak for itself. Don't keep tinkering with it. That's an epidemic that happens amongst entrepreneurs. They just analyze to the max. You don't want to do that. You want to keep focusing on your business, keep doing great work, keep producing great content and great information. You want to keep doing. Don't tinker with the site. Don't tinker with the sales page forever. When you're making the adjustments, make the adjustments, move on, let the data speak for itself, make a decision on the changes you're going to make based on the data, and that's it. Don't fiddle with it. Don't spend too much time on it. All right, guys, I hope that helps and hope to see you in tomorrow's episode where we talk about what to do after the sale. How do you make sure the sale sticks? All right, guys, I'll see you then. Take care.